This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All right, so Ayuk's line is at 60 and a half. How do we feel about Ayuk? We're going on the under there? It's so low. I mean, 60 and a half is, it's it's for a guy like Ayuk, it's not a big number. I, I think I would just stay away from it, you know, because I think Ayuk is good enough to to beat any defense and any defensive back. He's like a top ten receiver in the league. I I just probably would just stay away from it. I I think I might do the Ayuk under here because when I start uh, thinking about where the ball is going to go, I feel like it's going to go a lot to to Debo, as you mentioned. If Kittle's good, it's going to go to Kittle, and we know CMC is going to get his too. Right, Because, again, as you mentioned, the linebackers here for Kansas City, I think they've done good work, uh, but they're not you know, special coverage guys at all, right? So I think CMC mm-hmm. would definitely have an advantage there against linebackers uh, for Kansas City. So does it leave a ton on the bone here for, for, for Brandon Ayuk? I hate betting the under just because it's like, you know, uh, you know, one big play can, can always wreck everything. But I don't know. I, I kind of sort of feel like at 60 and a half, I feel like that's a pretty good line uh, to bet the under uh, for Brandon Ayuk. But I, I, but I hear what you're saying, though. He's so good. He's so good, man. He could, you know, that, that could be three catches for him. Hey, you know? catch, catch it off a guy's face mask. <laughs> Oh, right, right, exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, how are we feeling about George Kittle, 49 and a half? We like that or no? Again, he hasn't practiced all week with a toe injury. That's been bet up, actually, too, because earlier in the week it was 47 and a half, um, Mm -hmm. where I was thinking about going under George Kittle just because I do think this is going to be such a big Debo game. But, yeah, I I can't go under on George Kittle just because of, um, like I said, I think there's going to be situations where they're trying to exploit those linebackers. Good players. All, all those guys are really good players, and they fill important roles in this Kansas City defense. But still, this is George Kittle. He's so explosive. This is Christian McCaffrey. So explosive. Debo Samuel, when he gets matched up on linebackers, the explosiveness advantage is still, I think, going to be to these 49ers receivers and pass catchers and whatever. I, I, he's another guy that I'm probably staying away from there. All right. Um, do you have any anytime TD plays that you like? I um I, I don't know about anytime touchdown, but I, I'll give you a couple other goofball props here in terms of the receivers. Yeah, perfect. I, I I really like Justin Watson over one and a half catches at plus one hundred. Like you mentioned, the 49ers will struggle with those outside receivers at times. I think they're going to try to. I think they're going to try to dagger some throws on you know corner routes and stuff like that. I think that's really been the Justin Watson special um if you can call it that that's been the Justin Watson special this time his time in Kansas City from a playing time perspective too mm-hmm. he was only he only has five targets I mean in the playoffs like it's been 23 <laughs> targets for <laughs> but I mean you dude look look it's <laughs> oh I get God. it I get it I love it I get it, it. but I love it. look at look at the Chiefs target distribution in the playoffs it's crazy 
27 targets to Travis Kelsey, 23 yeah. catches, 23 targets for Rasheed Rice, 20 catches, 9 yeah. for Noah Gray, 8 for MVS, 6 for Pacheco, 5 for Justin Watson, and 4 performative targets for McCole Hardman as well. Performative. Um, I, I do think that Justin Watson's, again, 5 targets, but from a participation standpoint, he's run a route on 50, 53% of the dropbacks in the playoffs. Like he's still, out, he's still out there a ton. I think they can just get him on a couple of catches in this game. That's funny, man. <clears throat> performative uh that's great <laughs> i love it um you know what i i'm gonna go ahead and um there for for both the running backs here i think i'll take the over on both uh christian mccaffrey 90 and a half rushing yards and you're thinking oh man that's a big number i know it's a big number but christian mccaffrey seems to hit these numbers a lot uh oh, isaiah yeah. pacheco 66 and a half uh is <sighs> the line for him that's that's juiced up to minus 130 yeah. oh my goodness um and again, I think I'll take the uh, under. I think I'll take the under on that. 66 like and a half? The other side. Minus yeah, 105 right there? Yeah. I, I think I'm going to go under on that just because, again, they've been so good at defending uh, I mean, relatively. They've been so much worse defending the zone runs, and that's just not really where San Francisco – I mean, it's where they struggle defensively, but it's not where Kansas City thrives as a run team. Like they're like, – like we said, a grinded-out power run team. That's what Pacheco does well. That's where he's really efficient. And I don't know, man. I mean, Joe Tooney being banged up is 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 tough. Like we talked about those. If you do it's look important. at the and PFF's not everything, but like if you do look at the run blocking grades for Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith, they're they're some of the worst on the team uh, by yeah. far. So I I think that you're missing Joe Tooney. Your tackles aren't great run blockers. You know, Trey Smith, like I said, has picked it up. Creed Humphrey is a stud, but it's just I think that. That's I don't know that they're going to be able to like I'm I'm not I don't have a lot of faith in this Kansas City run game and I think that's that's just kind of where I'm late, late landing uh, as this game gets closer. I think too it's how how do you feel like this game is going to go? If you feel like San Francisco could walk away with this or run away with this one, Pacheco's in trouble. But I will say he has been over that line in five of his last six games, um, and and they do man they give it to him a lot. They give him the ball a lot, uh, but it really comes down to what do you think the game script might be? Because if they if he gets game scripted out, which is an absolute possibility, um, I think you're actually talking me off of um, betting the over. I, mean, I just probably just don't touch it. I mean, it's already juiced to minus one thirty. That's, you know what yeah. I mean? Sixty six and a half. All right. You know what? I'm off of it. I'm off of it. I'll take Christian. I'll take CMC at over ninety and a half, though. Um, anytime touchdowns, Christian McCaffrey is at minus two twenty five. If you want to get the first touchdown, he's at plus three fifty. That's not bad. I'm I'm oh. I'm I'm intrigued in the CMC uh, first touchdown. That that's an interesting one to me. Travis Kelsey's at minus one fifteen. That's something that I'd be really looking at too. Uh, and then Rasheed Rice plus one thirty for an anytime touchdown. I kind of like both of those guys uh, if I'm going to be betting uh, anytime touchdowns here. Although uh, I just saw right here Debo Samuel plus one forty. Come on, I was just going to say that plus one forty for Debo Samuel. Can't you envision it? First drive of the game. San Francisco, first drive of the game. Mm -hmm. They're handing that ball off to Christian McCaffrey like we're talking about. You know, they're they're mm -hmm. they're pounding that rock. They get yeah, down yeah. inside the three yard line and one of those little pop passes to Debo Samuel and he brings it in first <laughs> touchdown of the yep. game. I mean, shoot, first Beautiful. touchdown of the game. Plus nine hundred plus nine hundred. But anytime touchdown plus one forty, <laughs> I mean that feels like free money to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the plus one forty. You're getting really good odds. 
uh, on that anytime here for Debo Samuel. All right, what else you got? I was going to say, what do we think about quarterback scramble uh, props here? I did not get it um, on Mahomes last week. Uh, I bet the over on, I think, 26 and a half uh, rushing yards or 24 and a half. It's 26 and a half rushing yards this week. I kind of feel like we're going to see Mahomes take off a bunch in this game, especially if the 49ers are able to push it and score a lot of points. I think that's going to be a big one. Um, he's he's gonna you know how he is like laid downs. He's gonna uh, he's gonna almost use that as like a an extension of of the checkdown game in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes instead of like everybody gets out on the route, they face a lot of zone coverage. Um, I, he still runs. He's weirdly uh, actually scrambles a lot against zone coverage as Pat Mahomes, which isn't normally what we think about. But yeah, I feel like Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards is, is definitely in play. And even Purdy, I mean, we saw Purdy take off so much last week over uh, three and a half rush attempts for Purdy is at plus one Oh five. I don't know if I'm just being chasey uh, because of what we saw last <laughs> week, but I do think these quarterback uh-huh. rush attempt number or rushing numbers are interesting this week. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so it's interesting. He has scrambled a lot less, has Patrick Mahomes, as the season has worn on. Okay, so through the first 11 weeks, um, Patrick Mahomes ran the ball 4.8 times per game and averaged 29.6 rushing yards per game through the first uh, 11 weeks of the season. Then when you take a look um, at uh, over, you know, since week number 12, uh, and again, we're just kind of sort of going into the regular season here, but um, the the last six games that he played, again, that, that number goes down, right? So 4.5 attempts per game and only 15.5 yards. Matt, I wonder if as the offense got a little bit more solid, mm-hmm. he didn't have to rely on it as much. Um, and, and again, I I do think that this could be a spot that he does break out of that because that defensive line is so strong. Um, but if the offense is somewhat solidified and they're running the ball here a little bit, I, I'm I'm a little bit scared of that number because it is kind of big. The Miami game is really the last time he had a big rushing yardage total, but that was right. only on two carries. So yeah. um, I do I do hear you there. From a structural perspective, there's some similarities, slightly, slightly structural, just in terms of uh, some of the back-end coverage stuff between Miami uh, and, and San Francisco. So I, I could see some some spots for him to take off in this game. So uh, I, I know he hasn't gone over it the last two games, but I, I kind of like him to, to scramble a bunch in this one. I'll tell you one one prop I, I love. Okay. And, and this is just, you know, this is, why, this is when you bet these type of things. Kyle Juszczyk over four and a half receiving yards. I already have bet this and it's uh, it was at two and a half earlier in uh-huh. uh, the week, but now you get better odds on it. Honestly, at four and a half minus one ten. I think we're seeing, <laughs> look, if you look at the, these teams, there, there's going to be a lot of tight ends in this game. Like get ready for yeah. big time uh, tight end performances. I mean, not even just from Kittle and Kelsey, but you look at like 
the the personnel that these teams are going to use. Uh, the Chiefs did a lot with multiple tight ends, especially the postseason. Miami, most notably, the 49ers lead the NFL in passing yards per game out of 21 personnel. Um, that's two backs, one tight end uh, with. 117.5 yards per game. They're also the only team with more than 300 passing yards, throwing out a 22 personnel, two backs, two tight ends. I mean, man, are we not going to see a bunch of uh, Kyle Juszczyk on the field? I think we are in this game. So give me the over four and a half on the juice here mm. in this game. 